we're just extremely grateful to the caregivers who sent in testimonial videos to help us understand that, you know, because again, it's not our story. So we just had to educate ourselves and understand on a deeper level. And so many people were open and vulnerable and, you know, took that risk that it takes to open up your story, to put it in someone else's hands to do something with that takes a lot of bravery. And we just feel really responsible to do justice to those stories and bring them to the forefront in an honest way. Welcome to the Unforgotten Families podcast, an action-oriented community of hope, inclusivity, and compassion for all medically fragile families. This podcast was created to spread awareness, share solutions, and advocate for the needs of these resilient individuals. It's our hope that the information and stories we share will inspire and empower you to join us in advocating for these families and help to ensure that they are never forgotten. Hello, Tough Advocates. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unforgotten Families podcast. We are really excited because there is a very powerful documentary premiering on Friday, May 20th called Unseen, Why We're Failing Parent Caregivers and Why It Matters. And today we have the filmmakers of that documentary with us, Tom and Amanda Dyer. They are husband and wife duo, and they both live and work in Nashville, Tennessee. Tom is a director and cinematographer who has extensive experience directing films for brands and nonprofits. He travels around the world creating television commercials, short films, online content, and fundraising stories, and more. Amanda Dyer runs a digital marketing agency where she oversees the strategy and execution of marketing and design initiatives. As the president and creative director, Tom and Amanda, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, glad to be here. Thank you. I was emailed uh, your documentary like last week, I think it was. And I just knew the second that I even saw the title and then watched the trailer that I knew that we needed to connect. And so I just want to say thank you for all again, just for the the, the spirit the promptness of jumping on a podcast. Cause I just wanted to make sure that we, you know, share this before um, you guys actually have your premiere, which when this releases, it will be tomorrow. Cool. Mm-hmm. Perfect awesome. timing. Yeah. So let's just get started. I would love for you guys just to tell us a little bit about the documentary and what your intentions were for creating it. Yeah. It's kind of a crazy story how we wound up doing something on this topic because, you know, our story, we're, we're not parents or caregivers. So we didn't have a a personal stake in this necessarily to begin with. We just came across the family that ended up being featured in the documentary, started learning about their story. We were just blindsided by the stories they were telling us about how difficult their journey was, how little support they were getting as a family of a child with severe disabilities. And it just really struck us as a a serious issue that was really getting very little media or creative attention. Um, And we just saw the opportunity that a documentary could bring more awareness to the issue because like us, when we found out about it, we, you know, immediately had more compassion toward those families. And we just think that it's not that people don't care. It's just that they don't know. Caregiving happens at home, behind closed doors, in private. So a lot of people just have no idea that, parents uh, who are caregivers might be struggling or dealing with, you know, serious issues. So we, our intention was to create a film that was 
that would bring awareness to this issue and then start conversations about what solutions are needed at all different levels. Absolutely. And thank you so much for, for doing so. Uh, we try to do very similar. We're, we think spreading awareness is like the first part. You know, as someone that used to walk into families' homes, I didn't know until I knew. Was there something particular about their story that like really inspired you? Like, was there some specific thing where you're like, wow, this needs to be known? I, th- I think um, for me, just when we started to learn what their, specifically the Ronnie family, like what their life was like and some of the challenges that they had, someone coming from the outside, there was a lot that was surprising especially from the aspect of just not ha- not being well-resourced or having options for respite or just the same uh, similar advantages to like a family like ours. And what really stuck out, I think, was when we started to hear the same types of things from all of these different families. I mean, everyone's experience is unique and their own, but there were so many commonalities from family to family, from voice to voice that just became that became a very big thing for me is just this overwhelming uh, this idea that everyone is that so many of these people are struggling with similar things in their own unique ways but just having that common ground of shared struggle it was very eye opening and again part of the reason why we set off to do this in the first place and they just have some really unique aspects to their story they're a blended family and mm-hmm. both uh, Jess and Ryan, their first spouses died from brain tumors, like really close you know, at the same time. And like Jess had been caring for her husband for years as he was conditions worsening. And then Ryan's wife, it was very rapid. So they both have been care- caregivers in other capacities as well, like for a spouse. And then now they're caregivers for a child and that child's getting older. So it's, they just have such an interesting perspective because they've seen it from a lot of different sides. And I think that was appealing to, and and like Tom said, as we spoke to other families, we heard these really similar stories and experiences. And so the Ronnie family just serves as the great reference point because, you know, they have, they've experienced the impacts on physical level, mental health, financial, where they're living in the country. I mean, all these things have come up in their stories and they were just willing to be vulnerable and willing to share their story. And that's hard to do. And that takes a lot of bravery. So we are so grateful that they would go on this journey with us. And after being in their home and really getting to tap into their world, how are we as a society failing them? Right off the top. I mean, the title is pretty on the nose. These families do have a tendency to be unseen in a way that is visible yet ignored. It's, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people, my, ourselves included, we, we've been guilty of this in the past before we even knew about it. It's, you see something that you may not understand, and a lot of times it's easier just to keep moving, right? Our hope in this was to say, like, to put this in front of people and say, hey, you've, you've, we've got to, as a society, as a community, like, uh, we've got to lift each other up. And this is uh, one particular group of people that, that have a particular struggle that we could help with the first step in that is sharing their stories and actually seeing what they go through. Yeah. It became really obvious that we're just, we're failing them on so many different levels. Like we, we heard from families that even their friends and family don't really understand what's going on, that if they haven't like spent time in their home or, or tried to make an effort to understand, they just really have no idea and therefore can't be supportive because they don't understand the situation. And then I know I'm, I was guilty of thinking like, 
well, there's programs or resources out there for families, right? Like there's insurance Someone's and school. Taking yeah, like just thinking something was being done. Someone's handling this, right? And just finding out that that is stupid. <laughs> it's, it's the resources are severely lacking. But what is available is often really hard to figure out. I mean, I'm even just doing research for this, trying to understand like what options there are. It's depends on what fam or uh, what state you live in, what county you live. I mean, it's all depend on where you, the lottery of where you live, what you qualify for specifically, what your child's diagnosis might be. It's so complicated and convoluted that it almost takes like a full-time job to just figure that out. And then even if you are entitled to something, you find out that it's not actually funded or there's a waiting list that's 10 years long. So it's just so lacking on so many levels. And um, that's just kind of what we wanted to bring to attention was like, hey, you may think that this is being taken care of, but it's not. And there's changes that we, and it's affecting our society as a whole. And we need to take a closer look at this. That, that's a big thing too, is the um, trying to reveal through this documentary that like the solutions that are available are often so complicated or difficult to access or manage that something that should make these people's already difficult lives easier can actually make it more complicated while they're seeking a solution, which is a, it's a very like confusing thing at first. And so that was one thing we wanted to try and call to light is, is just how difficult that can be. Yeah, like Jess, you look at Jess, the mother, and it's like she's not just a mother. She's also a full time caregiver. And you could tell the whole family is a part of that as well. And she's also kind of managing the logistics of a small healthcare environment that takes a lot of time and effort. Are the supplies that they need there? Are they keeping on top of that? And then you look at with what you guys are saying, it's like essentially they are lucky that they're able to have their their son at home and the state is supposed to have caregivers for families like that but it's so difficult to keep the right people involved so what ends up happening is someone has to take out stop working and take on the care as a full time but they're not being paid for that that means that the family on top of everything that we all go through which life isn't easy society isn't easy can we make their lives just a little bit easier and I'm totally with you guys on that. So thank you for bringing that to light. Yeah, very, very well said. Yeah. It's just like this chain reaction that you're struggling to meet all the needs of your family and these extra needs that come with medical complexity. And then you add on like now you don't have the income that you need to support your family. <laughs> so it's just really layered in so many ways. And when we talk about unseen, like even COVID, I think we all over the last two years have had a really difficult time. And when you look at these families, we'll think about what no one was able to work. So parents that have kiddos like this weren't getting sent caregivers because the caregivers legally weren't able to go in the home. And so now they're at home caring for their child. They have, they're basically stuck even more than they ever have been. And we all thought our lives were hard. Yeah, as much as uh, COVID exacerbated everything, especially for caregiving families, we are hoping that at least it gives some awareness to the rest of the population when you see like, oh, yeah, quarantine or isolating is hard and it's mentally taxing and it's, it causes problems related to finance. You know, any all these things that go along with that. And so we all got a small taste of that in the last couple of years. And 
hopefully that at least opens some eyes and that's even like the therapist in the film kind of addresses that like we all got a taste of it and we can realize now that's what a lot of families are living 24 seven. They're isolated. They're not able to leave their house. They're not able to get the resources they need. And now maybe we all have a little bit of understanding about how devastating that can be to you on so many levels. Yeah. I loved your guys. I, I, I am a lucky person that got to get a sneak peek before the release on Friday and uh, I thought your professionals were amazing. I was just like, yeah, like I just wanted to like be like, yes, everything she said. And I was also interested just you guys, you guys had a, so many beautiful shots and you guys were definitely you could tell that you had to be there a decent amount of time to, to be able to like really integrate into the family the way that you did. How much how much time did you guys take with them? Like how, how often how long were you guys from a creative side being with them? Oh man, I don't even know if I know the exact answer for that. I mean, we worked on the film for the, I think the better part of three years. Mm -hmm. We probably spent close to a week's worth of days spread out over that with, with the Ronnie family. Actually shooting, Actually, but shooting. Much, much more like lunch and conversations and Zoom meetings and all that. Yeah. Kind of planning, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we, we spent a lot of time in conversation with them and then, and then probably just like in person filming for probably up to a week's worth of days, I think mm -hmm. spread out over that time. Like you said, like with 2020 happening in the middle of it, it, that complicated things. And, but yeah, it was, it was spread out over a pretty good amount of time and, and I got a pretty first hand look at, at kind of what they, uh, what their life is like and what they deal with. And that was, that was the goal, right. Is to, is to put people in that scenario that a lot of people don't aren't in regularly, right? Like uh, we wanted to make this film not only for, the caregiving community, but largely for people that have no knowledge of that uh, to, to kind of give them that experience. Yeah. They were very patient about having people with cameras and microphones <laughs> yeah. in their house for days at a time. What would you say is your, I would love to hear from both of you. What's your biggest takeaway about families that are raising medically fragile children? I think one thing that that we saw is we talked about how just complicated their lives can be, how many layers there are to that. You see frustration, but you also see resilience, especially now that the film is done and 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 people are starting to see images or scenes from it. The community itself, uh, there's so much support there in that community and people helping each other out and lift each other up. And so I think that's one thing that probably comes from this shared experience that they all have is, is pretty good community support. And so uh, that, that was pretty interesting to see as well. They have a tough, a tough go at it. So seeing them react to that in graceful ways is, I mean, it's inspiring a lot of times for sure. Yeah. And I'm always impressed by um, those who become really outspoken advocates for others in their situation um, because they probably have less time available than anyone else and are communities, but because they've experienced this and know it so deeply, they want to devote their time and energy to being an advocate for their child, other caregivers, whatever that looks like. Honestly, I wish they didn't have to. Like, I wish that others would come along beside them and, and help be that ally. But I'm still, you know, nevertheless, I'm impressed that they can really dig to, to find that energy and want to pay it forward to other families. Absolutely. And I, I would just totally resonate with both what both of you are saying. And I think resilience is definitely like the word that really just resonates deeply with these families because they go through so much and they take it so strongly and and like 
it's just it, it blows me if you listen to our other like our literally our 20 other episodes like every time i'm blown away by what they've gone through and where they are and and the mindset and i always feel gratitude and compassion after any time i connect yeah so I, i'm i'm with you guys on that and i, I also think it's crazy and i'm and i think i just want to acknowledge you guys cuz you're saying you want people to stand beside them as allies and you are doing that and i think it does take a community of people outside of just them saying, yes, they do need help and they do need support. Everyone does. They don't have the time and they still find ways to advocate. They still find ways to start nonprofits. And it's this is this is what inspires me the most. One thing that I brought up for myself is, you know, when I finally started meeting families and being in their homes and getting to know them, like I know I changed as a person. So I would love to know from both of you, like, how do you feel this process of meeting these families and making this documentary? How have you changed as a person? It's it's the idea of knowing other people's experiences, getting to know those experiences in an intimate way. I think even though that's hard sometimes, like in this is a very, the film is very serious and it's very heavy. And that was intentional because we didn't want to present it in anything but an honest light. And I think having that experience, even though it is hard, you come out on the other side of that with more understanding for not only caregivers, but just people in general. Right. And so I think for me, a, a big thing that I took away was just You can't ever know what someone is going through until you really spend time with them. And so any sort of judgment or critical thought uh, towards someone else is it's you got to be careful. You know what I mean? And and so just having more understanding and more patience and more uh, space for other people in your lives, I think, is is always a good thing. And so hopefully there's a spirit of that in in the film as well. It's definitely something that I felt walking away from it. Yeah, I agree. I think it just kind of bursted my bubble a little bit. Um, You know, it's easy to kind of get in your own world and get real consumed by your own issues, your own challenges. But I think it's just the most valuable thing we do as humans is to open that worldview and and see other people and, and acknowledge what they're going through and think about, think about others and, and how what you do can affect, affect them as well. So it really just gave me more more compassion, more openness on just a level that I don't think I had before, just because I was blissfully unaware. And now, and that's kind of what we hope everyone who watches the film has their bubble burst a little bit too, and kind of walks away and like, you've, you've seen it now, you know, so now it's up to you. What do you do next? So I think it's just really made me more aware of, of families who might be in this situation and really makes me think of, okay, what, what can I do that would contribute in a positive way? And, and we hope that's the same for the people who watch as well. Yeah. And that, and that contribution doesn't even have to be anything super grand or complicated. It's literally just listening or spending time with people. It's just being there for fellow humans. You know what I mean? Yeah, being um, a friend. It, it doesn't have to be this complicated, grand response. One thing we were told is that when families do find themselves in a crisis situation or, or even just struggling as part of daily life at times, that it's often the other caregivers who come to support them, yeah. you know, whether that's sending a meal or, you know, whatever that looks like in a tangible way or offering words of encouragement, whatever. That's what they've seen over and over. And they're grateful for that again, because it's so nice when it comes from people who understand. But as a person is not the caregiver, I think that really is just 
unfortunate that it should be those of us who are not caregivers and maybe have more capacity in our life to be the ones that kind of reach out and support caregivers in times of crisis or just at any at any time, really. I'm with you guys. And I feel what I what what was coming through for me when you were both speaking is uh, I think it's a Walt Whitman quote, be curious, not judgmental. And I feel like that's that's kind of what you're getting at is like when you're not when you don't understand someone's life instead of just not paying attention to it or having judgment. It feels good for people to know that you care and asking like, hey, you know, how is this? You know, how can I support? Yeah. And that really resonates with me. So thank you guys. Is there anything else that you would just want to share in general, whether it's about this community or about the the documentary itself that you just feel like makes sense to to bring up right now? We're just extremely grateful to the caregivers who sent in testimonial videos to help us understand that, you know, because, again, it's not our story. So we just had to educate ourselves and understand on a deeper level. And so many people were open and vulnerable and, you know, took that risk that it takes to open up your story, to put it in someone else's hands to do something with that takes a lot of bravery. And we just feel really responsible to do justice to those stories and bring them to the forefront in an honest way. And we really hope that it's received that way. It's not every caregiver's story. It's not going to resonate with everybody and that's okay. But we hope it just opens people's eyes and, and really creates, starts those conversations about, all right, now now we know that this there's this population that has these challenges and what can we all do together to start changing that story? Yeah, our, our hope the whole time was just that our outside perspective would be beneficial in being able to share a lot of these stories and experiences and hopefully present it in a way that it gets in front of people who are not familiar with it. Right. That's the goal is to, is to open people's eyes. And so hopefully we've done that. Like you said, the premiere is starting on May 20th and it will run May t- through the 26th. So if you could go to caregiver doc, caregiver doc.com, you can find information about it. But if you're listening at a different time and that's already passed, then I would still encourage you to go to caregiverdoc.com. We have information about other screenings that are coming up and resource. We have a caregiver toolbox for, um, with information about organizations we've partnered with that support caregiving families. If you're not a caregiver and you want to start doing something, we have some ideas for tangible ways to start contributing or other organizations you can support. There's a lot of resources there if you're kind of looking for a way to get involved or take that next step. And I just want to say as someone that watched it, that it was beautiful. You guys did an amazing job. If you have, I think it was less than 50 minutes. Uh, like if it's definitely worth your time. And I think that you will get to see families in general uh, from a new lens and see how you can figure out a way that you can support. And I think just like Tom said, like even just reposting the documentary or or putting it on your social media or reposting this podcast like all of that is advocacy for these families it spreads awareness it supports i i highly recommend checking it out i just want to say thank you guys again for all of your hard work in creating this and and taking following that whisper that said like this needs to be shared and i think it's pretty obvious that it needs to be and i think that you guys are getting that reflection Yeah. And we're here to support. I think there's a lot of uh, intertwining of what we both are trying to accomplish. So just know that at the Unforgotten Families, we're happy to support however we can. That's awesome. awesome. Thank Thank you you. so much. Yeah.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Tom and Amanda Dyer. If you would like to support and would like to check out the documentary, I highly suggest checking it out. It is caregiverdoc.com. That is caregiverdoc.com. You can buy a ticket and you can also donate. It all goes to a great cause. And if you are listening to this episode, please share it with someone to spread awareness about the needs of these families and about this documentary. This is one way that you can support and advocate for this community. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being tough advocates, and we will see you on the next episode.